how do you create a successful business and a fulfilling life? In 2020, after leaving the corporate world once and for all, I founded my digital agency that replaced a six-figure income within just the first few months. Since then, I've coached thousands of entrepreneurs across the globe to do the same. Now I'm on a mission to teach others how an exceptional life is not only possible, but very achievable through entrepreneurship. Join me in this podcast as I interview industry experts to learn the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts of what it takes to become a great business owner and share some of the lessons I've learned along the way as well. Thank you for joining me and let's dive in. One of the biggest mistakes that I see business owners and sales individuals making is coming in when they're trying to make their pitch or make their offer when, you know, trying to make it sound irresistible. Um, they, they oftentimes come in and start talking about all of the really cool things about their offer and the really cool things about, you know, what makes them unique and what makes them maybe stand apart from their competition. And while that's all great, they're really just like, man, you're kicking yourself doing that. Seriously. You have to remember that as human beings, right? As human beings, every single one of us, we make decisions emotionally before we make them logically. Okay. So remember that there has to be some level of emotion tied to the decision before they're even going to care about those logical check marks of why they would want to work with you or purchase from you or sign up for your offer. And I think that's one of the most important lessons or most important skills that you can really strengthen as a business owner or as a sales individual or sales professional is to prioritize pulling out or nurturing or you know discussing that emotion, that emotional connection before you start talking about the logics, right? So let me give you an example on this. Um, with So I have the opportunity, as many of you, you know, if you're listening to this, you, you likely know, um, I work with many entrepreneurs on a regular basis, uh, helping them to grow and scale their businesses, um, you know, and, and through their entrepreneurial journey. Um, and I do that through different, you know, business coaching with a company called Entre Institute. I also have the opportunity through my agency to work with a lot of business owners on a bit different of a, you know, bit different of a perspective through marketing. But similarly, I see this come up a lot and it's around that sales training, right? Around that sales conversation training. Um, when I'm teaching on this when I'm talking with, uh, you know, individuals about having that sales conversation or strategy conversation or the, you know, discovery call. My advice is always that you're spending a large piece of that conversation. In fact, I would say at least two thirds to half of that conversation in purely trying to understand exactly what it is that they are currently experiencing, what their pain points are, really digging in deep to figure that out, and also getting a clear idea on what that ideal outcome is that they're trying to experience or trying to achieve. Okay, when you're 
extremely, extremely clear on those two things, then you can fill in the gap pretty easily, right? Then you can start talking about the logic side of it pretty easily. And the framework for this uh, really is something that uh, actually thinking about it, I have an image that just popped into my head, remembering almost 10 years ago when I was starting my enterprise sales career, I had uh, just started in a position where I was responsible for a lot of uh, revenue from an enterprise sales perspective for a company that I was working with. And so I sat down with one of the, at the time and even now, one of the number one mentors that I've had in my whole entire life. It is my dad, <laughs> but he also has a, um, you know, has a career that he has been in enterprise sales for, I mean, as long as I can remember, he's an expert, an absolute expert. And I remember him grabbing a piece of paper and drawing this image for me that just, you know, the light bulb clicked or turned on, I should say, the switch clicked, <laughs> the light bulb turned on. And it was this image explaining or illustrating how this process really should work and how to be the most effective with a sales conversation. And it's purely this. So if you're on YouTube watching this, you can see I'll kind of show with my hands here. If not, I'll try to be as descriptive as possible for those listening on the podcast. Um, but guys, it's this. It's on, on the left side. So the video's flipped, I guess. So on the left side over here, we have the pain point right? Really uncovering what the pain point is. And let me tell you this, a client that, you know, them saying the pain point is like, oh, you know, we really need to increase our number of leads or them saying their pain point is like if they're a life coach or your life coach, right? And your client is saying, oh, my pain point is that I really just want to be happier or that I want to try to be more confident or I want to try to have more success, Right. That's not good enough. That's not enough of a pain point, right? You're not done yet. You've got to go down deep, go down into the layers, right? Uh, for a pain point for um, our marketing clients, right? For saying we need stronger leads. We need more leads coming in, right? That's not a strong enough pain point for me to use that as their emotional tie. Okay, that's the surface level. That's the main symptom of this, right? But what are the deep emotions that are tied to this? So you take that a level deeper. You say, okay, cool. Yeah, you're wanting to get better leads for your company. Tell me why. Why is that so important right now? Why is it so important that we're, you know, really diving into getting more qualified leads? How are the leads that you're getting right now? What's wrong with them? Why? Right? How are you generating those leads? Is there a problem with that process? What have you tried in the past? What haven't you tried? Right? Getting down deep into the root of that. And ultimately, what I'm trying to find here is an emotional connection. Right? And this takes practice. It does, for sure. And becoming an expert with this, becoming skilled at this is a muscle to strengthen. And the only way that you can strengthen it is through repetition. So you have to be okay with getting out there and sucking at something new so that you can strengthen this muscle, okay? Um, that's number one thing that you've got to be okay doing is putting yourself in the uncomfortable situation 
of having these conversations repetitively so that you can get comfortable with understanding how to recognize these strong emotional ties, right? Okay, so I digress. I went on a little bit of a tangent there, but coming back to that example, right? If my prospect that I'm speaking with is saying like, yeah, you know, we need more qualified leads and I'm asking these questions, a scenario that it might lead down to that I would recognize, okay, there's some strong emotional connection here might be something like, oh, you know, we had a really strong lead flow that we had being generated about a year ago. And what we found is that the leads that were being generated from that, um, you know, from that channel were just not qualified. They, um, it was a lot of volume coming in, but none of them were really interested in what we were offering. None of them would really respond back to us. Uh, we didn't see a lot of engagement. And quite frankly, if we are not able to get some really qualified appointments on the calendar right now, uh, in the next three months, we might have to look at downsizing our team. And that's definitely not something that we want to do. We want to grow the company for sure. Um, and, you know, have the volume to justify keeping our full sales team right now, right? Okay, so that example is something that I've actually, you know, had the exact conversation with, with a prospective client before. And there's emotion there, right? You can feel that there's emotion there with, from the business owner saying like, we don't want to downsize the team. We want to be able to keep our current team busy. We want to be able to pay them and, you know, help them have a great quality of life as well. Right. So having that information, I might dig down a little bit deeper and say, wow, okay, this sounds like it's getting to a point that it's really serious. You know, we'd love to help with that. But before I talk about what that looks like, talk to me first about where things are at right now. And in an ideal situation, what you want to be seeing every single week that would keep your team busy. Right. So pause for a sec. What I'm asking for is a very specific metric or a very specific outcome that they might want to see that would fix that, you know, pain point or thing that they're they're dealing with. Okay. So looking back at the illustration here, here's the illustration, right, that I was talking about. That on the left hand side, we have this pain point. We have this deep rooted pain point that we've gone layers and layers and layers deep to find that emotional tie right? We want to find the true reason that they want a change, that they want to make an improvement, that they want to make a difference somehow, right? Once you have that, now on the right-hand side, we have the ideal outcome, the ideal world, the perfect picture that they're painting for us here, right? So for this client, when I ask that question, right? And, and by the way, you might've heard in my little you know, role play here, um, that my response to that, I want to be as empathetic as possible to what they're experiencing and the pain point that they're describing. And in doing that, show that I actually care, right? And I'm not just saying this just to say this, like, I want to get to a point in the pain point that they're describing to me that I really start to feel it too, right? I start to feel 
the depth of this, the weight of it, the weight of that pain point. And once I do feel that, it's easy to have that empathy, right? And and it's easy to say, okay, wow, you know, it looks like this is a really serious problem that you guys are faced with right now. So give me an idea, paint a picture for me in an ideal world, what would that outcome look like? And be specific, right? How many appointments, how many leads or how many qualified appointments do we need on the calendar every single week to keep your team occupied and busy, right? And what I'm asking for really is I want them to give me a SMART goal, right? And if if you're not familiar with a SMART goal, it's an abbreviation, S-M-A-R-T, a SMART goal, Google it really quick. And it will tell you exactly, you know, it's, it's something that is specific, that is measurable, it is attainable, it's realistic, and it's time bound. If they can put it in that, that area, and, and by the way, you don't need to tell them like, hey, give me an ideal outcome in a smart goal format, right? Don't, you don't need to say that, just guide them to the place of giving that to you, right? Guide them to the place of, so maybe my, my business owner here says, Well, for it to make sense, they each need to be closing at least two deals per month. And if we calculate that, you know, 70% of people are going to show up for that call, uh, kind of reverse calculate that back, we would need, and I'm just throwing numbers out. I haven't calculated it or anything, but like, let's say that we would need at least 30 appointments scheduled per month for our full team to stay busy and be able to close that type of, uh, you know, quota each month. Okay, cool. Right. So I now have a measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound specific outcome that that, that prospect has given me. Okay. So now I have two sides of the spectrum here. And this is the illustration that my dad drew for me (laughs) 10, 10 plus years ago on the piece of paper. He had, uh, you know, the pain point, the ideal perfect world solution. And then once you have those two things in between is the bridge. And you may have heard of this, you bridge the gap, right? That's the bridge in between. So once you have those two pieces, You can then say, and this is where the bridge comes in, you can then say to your prospect, okay, all right, so it sounds like as of right now, if there is not a drastic pivot that is made to the quality of leads that you're bringing in, then within the next 60 to 90 days, you're going to have to downsize the team. Is that right? And then you get a verbal yes or agreement from the client, right? Or from the prospect. You say, yes, that's right. And it sounds like from what you're telling me here, if we are able to generate at least 30 qualified appointments uh, per, I think I said per month, uh, per month for the team, that that would solve this problem. And then you would be able to continue growing the team, continue keeping them busy and happy and fulfilled 
and also bringing in new clients for the company so that you can have that, you know, that growth. Is that about right? Did I, did I repeat that back to you correctly? Right. And you want, again, you want a confirmation from them. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Okay. So then at that point, once I've restated it back to them, which psychologically is helping them know, okay, this person actually is doing the work to understand me, right? Because that's the number one problem that people have with miscommunication, with feeling misunderstood, is that they just feel like, you know, this person didn't take the time to actually listen to me. They were just trying to shove their solution down my throat and nobody wants that. Okay. So once you've done that work, you've gone through, you've made those different connection points, you've uh, repeated that back to them in that format, then Finally, then you can say, all right, so if I'm able to show you a way that we could create at least 30 or more qualified appointments on a monthly basis, would that make sense for you? And I can go ahead and walk you through and show that to you now, right? And then they can say, yes, that would or whatever, right? And that, that is when you can start talking about the features, the benefits, the things that make you cool, right? Because up until that point, there's no emotional tie. They have no emotional tie to your solution. So it's it's not going to resonate, right? They might think, oh, that's kind of cool. Sweet. All right. Yeah, I'll make note of that. And, you know, if I think about it later on and we have a need there, I'll, I'll call you up if I remember, right? But if you're able to effectively create that emotional connection and then bridge the gap, at that point, the most natural next step, if done correctly, the most natural next step is for that individual or that client or that, you know, whatever it is that, that your industry or your profession is, the most natural next step for them is to move forward with that offer. Right now, I'm not saying that every single person that you pitch or that you go through this process with is going to be a great fit. Right. As I'm on the flip side of this, if I'm talking to the client and I'm talking to them about their pain points and really doing the discovery work to dig that, you know, layer and layer and layer deep. And I'm realizing as they're telling me more and more about this that. What we have to offer is probably not going to be the best fit for this. What you actually need is you've got to redo your branding before we can even start with marketing, right? Maybe that's the case. Uh, we got to solidify what it is that, um, you know, the actual brand of your company is before we start sending traffic to your offer. If that's the case, then I'm just going to straight out say, you know, in the pain points when we're going through and that discovery work, I'll just straight out say, wow, you know what? It sounds like you're really working through a lot of different pieces in building up your company right now. Um, I'll be transparent with you. Our offer is going to be most valuable when you get to a point in your business that you're ready to start bringing in more qualified leads. However, just from what you're explaining to me, it sounds like you are really looking for something that can help solidify the brand of your company right now. And I have a really great contact for that. I'd love to put you in touch with them. Um, and then, you know, stay in, in touch together so that when you get to that point in your company, we can help out. Right. Um, and that really is that uh, example of what to say there 
is really in respect of my time and their time because it is, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you, it is not worth your time to spend an hour plus on a call, on a strategy call or whatever it is with a prospective client that you know is not going to be a good fit, right? It's not worth your time. <laughs> Have more respect for yourself and for their time as well, right? Um, Cool. Okay. So I hope that was valuable. I hope that helped in creating a very clear process in how to have this, you know, this conversation and make it as effective as possible. Hey, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Marketing Mastermind. If you took away any little golden nuggets or took down a mental note of any pieces that you loved from this episode, it would mean so much to me if you wouldn't mind sharing this with a friend, sharing it on your social media, or if you feel so inclined, rate and review this podcast. That is the best way to show your love and support and to get the podcast out there to more listeners. So I greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you.